Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Well, hey there, and welcome to The Business of Thinking Big. I'm your host and business coach, Leanne Kim, and today we are talking about balance. Now, this is a word that a lot of people find triggering, and that might be you, but I'm going to encourage you to stick with this episode because today I want to talk about a new approach to this concept of balance. Before we get started, I wanted to share another listener review. Shout out to Tiana, who said, Leanne and her podcast guests share so many tangible tips, tools, and resources to take meaningful action in your business. Each episode is full of great takeaways. Well, thank you so much, Tiana. I so very much appreciate your feedback. And if you would like to be featured on this show, please take a moment to rate and review the show. If you listen on the Apple Podcast app, simply find the show Scroll down until you can click rate and review and you can leave a review in 30 seconds or less. And keep in mind when you do this, you're paying it forward. It really does help other people just like you to find the show and get the help they need. And if you do take a moment to write a review, I just want to say thank you so much in advance. Now, I didn't know this before becoming a coach, but a lot of women resist this word balance. And I think it's because the word balance implies some unrealistic expectations. I think the visual that most people get when they hear the word balance is they think of one of those old timey scales, right? Where the two sides of the scale are perfectly level, perfectly aligned and in balance all the time. And that, my friends, is part of the problem. In fact, the word perfect is always a challenge in the work that I do, because I don't believe there is such a thing as perfect. So if we're approaching this concept of balance, coming from the place that everything has to always be equal, or perfectly attuned, perfectly aligned and in balance all the time, then you can imagine the kind of pressure that puts on us. This is why I think so many women, especially mothers, are resisting this concept of balance. But I'm here to offer a new perspective today. Balance is not this big, dark, scary, evil thing, because balance is not being about being perfect. In fact, if you don't like the word balance, you could replace the word balance with the word flow, right? And I absolutely find that I know when I'm feeling in flow and I know when I'm feeling out of flow. So I want you to think about it this way. When we are out of balance or our lives are not in balance, these are the feelings you might be feeling. You might be feeling rushed. You might be feeling panicked. You might be waking up in the morning with anxiety, right? The monkey mind is going. The list of to-dos is never ending. Maybe your days are spent switching from task to task or rushing from place to place. I know a lot of my busy working mamas feel this when they're going from 
a meeting to going from daycare drop off to going to pick up from the cheer gym. You know, in many days, this is my life too. So I get this feeling of when we are out of balance. And I think we have to resist the urge to judge ourselves when we are in those moments. Okay. And in fact, if we stay in that place of rushed, panicked, always on the go, never enough time for the things that we truly want or never enough time to actually complete tasks. What does that lead to? It leads to burnout. However, when our lives are in balance, we feel like there's more than enough time to get everything done, right? When I'm in balance, I feel calm throughout my day. I feel like my time is being well spent on the right things. And I also feel like I'm being the kind of person that I want to be, the kind of mother I want to be, the kind of leader I want to be. My life, in essence, feels joyful. So whether or not you like the word balance, you can probably very much relate to these two states. And I'm here to tell you that just because your life might feel a little out of balance some of the time, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person or that you're headed to burnout today. It doesn't mean that your business or your life is going to crumble. See this as a sign that you want to create change in your life. And in fact, use those feelings of anxiety, or sometimes it's guilt, or the dreaded mom guilt. Use those feelings as a sign that the life that you are living is not the life that you want to be living, and that's okay. Maybe it's time to create some change, and maybe this episode will help you. I wanted to create this episode of Balance specifically as we are heading into the summer months, because it's a time of year where I definitely feel like I have more balance. I also wanted to create this as we re-emerge from this pandemic that we have been living in. A lot of us have been living in a state of fear and a state of lack and a state of scarcity for years now. And again, this can create a whole feeling of my life is not in balance. So I want to stress that creating more balance in our lives is not something that you have to do. If you like the stress, if you thrive on the stress, go to town, my friend. But most of the women I coach, what they describe as the feelings they want to be having in their life is actually feelings of more balance. Whether you like the word or not, guess what? You all want to create it. Most of you are looking to create more of it. So again, if the word balance doesn't feel good, swap that word out for more joy or more flow or more fulfillment. Choose a word that aligns with you and we can start to shift towards that. Don't let a silly thing like language and diction get in the way of you living your best damn life. I'm willing to bet if you're listening to this episode that you are well aware that you need to create more balance in your life. There are so many women that listen to this podcast that are so successful and powerful and they're making amazing things happen in the world, but they're also the same women that are working longer hours than they wanna be. They're often the same women that are not valuing that time and charging their worth. They are also the same women that are doing all that on top of raising children and leading families and trying to do it all, all the time. 
And I feel like we can be good at a lot of things. You all know that I feel like we don't have to choose between being a great mother and being a phenomenal business leader. We can have it both. But some of the strategies I'm going to share with you in this episode are how we can have both of those things. They're how we can be great at a number of different areas in our life. Okay, there may be times where things feel a little out of whack. And again, it's not the end of the world. It might just be that moment in time for you. So this new approach is really about finding more of that flow state. It's more about being who you truly want to be and shifting more into that person little by little, step by step. And I created a little acronym for you today. I don't always do this. You all know I like to break things down into steps or keys or things like that. Today, I was thinking about how I wanted to help you with this idea of balance. And I created this acronym CALM, C-A-L-M. And each of the letters in the acronym stand for a different strategy that will help you with this new approach. Okay, so let me walk you through it. Calm, the first letter is C, and that C stands for create time for joy. And when I say create time, I mean get it on the calendar. This is really crucial. And it's one of the reasons why when people look at my life and think, oh my gosh, she has all this time to go for walks and swim in her swim spa and go to the spa. How does she possibly have this time? I don't just have it. I make it. I create the time by looking at my calendar well in advance. I do not believe in just barely keeping our head above water. If something's important to me, it goes on the calendar. It goes in the family eye calendar so my partner sees it as well so that he knows when I've booked a day at the spa. Sometimes it's one month. Sometimes it's two or three months in advance when I've booked something like that for me. And the reason why I do that is if I don't book it early, the time won't be available. My time will fill up with other things like client meetings and coaching calls and recording this podcast right now. So I have to create the time for joy by carving it out and putting it in my schedule well in advance. Don't expect that these wonderful things that you want to accomplish and experience in your life are just going to fall into your lap. So a good example of things that I do, I've talked about this on the podcast before, my family vacations and personal vacations all go into the calendar several months in advance. Again, depending on when you're listening to this, you might want to be planning your next vacation for, say, the holiday period, right? At the end of December, a lot of us have time off. So maybe it's time now to book something. Get it on the calendar, block it off, and protect the hell out of it. Because if you don't, it's just going to be frittered away. Before you know it, you're saying yes to this and yes to that. And all of a sudden, all that time for joy that we had intended is gone. It gets eroded away and chipped away at little by little. Another great example would be any sort of weekly rituals or routines that you want to put in. I think about You know, back when I used to go to a weekly yoga class, this was something that I looked forward to. It was a certain night of the week. It got me out of the house. It just created that time and space away for just me. And it felt like I had a place to go to. And that feeling 
those feelings that I cultivated in that yoga class, I would come home and I would share that feeling with my family, my loved ones. I would feel so fulfilled with that one hour that it spilled over into other areas of my life. I think it made me a better mother. It made me a better business owner. And now, you know, that weekly yoga class has just been replaced by other things. And now that things are opening up and we can start to, you know, go back to the gym. If that's something that helps you feel more in flow and more aligned and more you, then dear God, get it on the calendar. Cause I'll tell you, it's not going to find its way on the calendar by itself. Yes, you might need to go online and yes, you might need to book yourself in. You might need to buy a pass or a membership. Dear God, go for it. It's worth the investment in your time and your money to make space for this stuff. Create the time and the energy that's required for the things that bring you joy. Don't be the person that sits on the sidelines and says, well, she can do that because she works for herself and she can create that time because she doesn't have to worry or she doesn't have kids. So she doesn't have the same challenge as I do. How many times have you caught yourself saying that, that you are less capable of joy and flow and balance than somebody else in your life? It's not true. Now, it might be easier for sure. It's easier for women that don't have children to find time for some of these things sometimes, but oftentimes those women have just other challenges, right? I think about the fact that not too long ago, I was caring for an elderly parent who was in the process of passing away and all the time and energy that went into that element of my life that took away from other time. You see, balance isn't something that we strike and then we have to keep it there all the time. Balance is something that ebbs and flows and comes and goes. And just like everything else on this journey, there are going to be times where it's perfectly in flow and other times where it's a total disaster. And the point isn't to get it perfect and steady all the time. It's to find the tools and strategies that work for you. So this really works for me, this C out of my CALM acronym to create time for joy. The A in the CALM stands for appreciate this moment. And this is something that I have been really working on because I am a fast thinker. I am a doer. If you believe in the whole human design thing, I'm a projector, which means that I can really project quite far out into the future. I can see things from far out. And so oftentimes my mind is in the future. It's planning the next thing. It's preparing for the next steps long before we've even got there. And I noticed that this was actually taking away from my feelings of fulfillment because I was constantly working on the next thing. I never took the time to just appreciate the sweetness of this moment right now, as imperfect as it might be, right? So here's the thing. This moment right now that you are listening to this, this moment is absolutely perfect just as it is. It doesn't need to be any different or any better or any faster or further ahead or all the feels that we often feel, right? We're constantly feeling like we're not far enough ahead. So if we just pause and take more time to appreciate this moment as being perfect right now, right? Without needing to be anything else, that in itself is balance. That is the feeling that we are trying to cultivate through these balanced strategies, right? Being more present, being more calm and content, 
and okay with what is. So I think about this weekend that I have coming up at the time of recording this. I'm solo parenting. My daughter has two days of back-to-back cheer competitions in another town, which I just found out is a two-day thing. So we had to book a hotel. I had to find all this childcare for my son who didn't want to come. He wanted to stay home and go to these different He has some birthday parties that he really wanted to attend because, of course, we haven't done that in two years. And so for the last couple of days, my mind has been racing, trying to piece this all together and all of the details so that we can have this joyful weekend. And I know that when the weekend comes, if I'm not careful, I'm going to let that monkey mind take over. And I'm going to be just planning and plotting and thinking and reassessing and all the things I won't actually be enjoying watching my daughter on the stage performing as she loves to do. So I am setting myself up for this now, already planning to be more present and really work on appreciating the moment of this busy weekend that we have coming up. And sometimes it does take that. Sometimes we have to have those little reminders that we don't have to be anywhere better or different than we are right now. Okay, going back to my whole calm thing here. The L stands for let go, say no. (laughs) So it really should be LS or LGSN. We're not going to get into that. Let go of other people's expectations. And this can be really hard to do because all of us have relationships that we are a part of in this life. And we have, if we have relationships, there are expectations that go along with those relationships. But one of the things that I have learned how to do and that I coach my people on is to say no to the stuff that we don't really want to do when we can. Again, sometimes responsibilities, obligations, we just can't get out of them. But sometimes we can and we're just not trained to say no. We're just in the habit of saying yes to the things that we don't want. I talk about this in my book. I call them not-portunities. And these are the, can you speak at my thing for free? Can you help out at the bake sale? Can you take my kid for a sleepover? It's all the stuff that you could say yes to, but you really don't want to say yes to, right? Start to let go of those things by saying no. And by saying no more often, you are training yourself on how to say no without the guilt, without all of the feelings that they might not like you. One of my clients did this really well. I've talked about her on the podcast. She had a habit of just working late at night. She felt like if she didn't work late at night, the work wouldn't get done until one day she just stopped doing it. She just said, no, I would rather do these other things. She had some sports she wanted to enjoy and some other activities. So she just started doing those things. She just said no to the evening work, switched gears. And before you know it, that habit was completely broken. And she no longer works at nights. She only works during the day when she actually wants to be working, which is something that I think we all should start to do more of, right? Saying no. Here's another example. Saying no to a non-dream client. Somebody approaches you, they want to hire you, but it's not the right fit, and yet you don't want to hurt their feelings or let them down. This is why this part of the equation that I'm sharing with you, the L for letting go, saying no, is so key, right? We're saying yes, but then we resent the saying yes. We resent the thing that we've said yes to, and then before long, we start to resent that person. 
And then, of course, we start to beat our own selves up about it because that's what we do. So we need to let go of other people's expectations. Or to say this another way, we need to let go of making everyone happy. And when we can let go of making everyone happy, do you know who actually gets happy? You! That's right, my friend. You will start to feel more of that personal fulfillment because you're not doing things out of obligation. You're doing things because you want to be doing those things. So when we go back to this concept of calm, remember C is for creating time for joy. A is for appreciating this moment. L is for letting go, saying no. And M is for meditating. That is right. Now, I am not a seasoned meditator, but I have been working on this over the last couple of years, cultivating a meditation practice. And here's what I'll say. If you don't like the idea of meditating, then maybe the M can just stand for me time. Time to go inward. Time to just be with yourself. I do think we could all start to implement a meditation practice into our lives. It does not have to take a lot of time. There are some wonderful apps that can help you do this. I am a fan of the Calm app. I actually am I'm on the Calm app at least once a day. I've also in the past used an app called Bright Mind. Both of these apps are great for learning how to meditate. And in the case of Calm, they also just have some nice music that you can listen to if you feel like that's helpful to create that time to go inward, right? And meditation doesn't have to be formal. You don't have to be sitting in the lotus position. You can meditate while you're out walking home from dropping your kids off at school. You can meditate for three minutes before you go to sleep. Taking this time to go inward, focus on your breath, eliminate the negative chatter, right? Essentially, when you meditate, you're moving away from that monkey mind that runs us every single day, almost entirely all day. Think about this. Your mind is going 24-7. Yes, even when you're sleeping. I had some crazy dreams last night. I woke up and was like, whoa, I can't believe that activity is happening in my brain when I'm resting. I'm not even consciously creating those thoughts. And that's the problem. Our brain is creating so many thoughts unconsciously when we're not paying attention. Meditation is just helping you to be more conscious, to be more mindful of where your thoughts are going. And even studies have shown that even just 10 minutes a day can start to create change. So there you have it. My little calm system for creating more balance. And just again, I really want to inspire you to think about balance in a new way. It's not about having everything perfectly in balance. It's about you starting to be more of who you want to be and to have more of the experiences than you want to have. Creating more time for joy, appreciating the moment, letting go of other people's expectations, and taking time to go inward time for yourself. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope it helps you in terms of thinking about creating a more balanced life this summer or for the rest of the year. I would love to hear how this episode has helped you. So hit me up on Instagram at Leanne Kim Coach. And thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful rest of your day. 
Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. 